Welcome to On the Prowl. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On the Prowl Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Roten. And I'm Ramey Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. Today on this episode, we have with us Coach Abby Jump, University of Memphis Women's Assistant Basketball Coach with us. Welcome to the show, Coach Jump. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you. How are you today? I'm great. Bright and early. Let's get this day going. Let's do it. Well, you have a pretty big list of things you've accomplished in your basketball career with several championships as in a player and as a coach, but you're now... Of course, you've also won some conference championships and regular season championships. So let's talk more about what got you into the game of basketball. Yeah, uh, my dad. My dad was a high school boys coach uh, when I was born and and grown up. So I got to be in the gym with a lot of really talented players. Um, And so I think just just him allowed me to be in the game. And then my grandpa coached football. So I think I've always just been around coaching. Um, And so I think the two just coincide a little bit. Um, just that. And then, and being around great coaches, uh, growing up and playing for them, um, and realizing, you know, the impact that they've had on me and get to the point of playing for Wright state. Um, and obviously Trina Merriweather is an assistant there at the time when I'm playing. And uh, again, just the impact that they've all had on me. So, uh, kind of led me right into coaching. Uh, I think it's probably been in my blood and I don't really think I had a choice. Yeah. So you mentioned how you were a player and a coach. How would you say, what would you say are the biggest differences and like some of the biggest similarities about being a player and then being a coach? Yeah, the the competition, right? So even though you're on the sidelines, uh, you've got to be competitive as ever still, uh, just like as a player. Obviously, the perspective is different. There's things on the sideline that you see that you don't see necessarily on the floor. Um, yeah. And just just the everyday life of it is different as a student athlete. Um, you know, you're balancing uh, classes, you're balancing conditioning, workouts, uh, treatment, all those things to keep your body um, sharp so that you can perform. Uh, and then on the coaching side, you know, you're recruiting, you're developing, you're mentoring. Um, so the, the two are just different in the things that you're doing every day. But the competition and the busyness of it doesn't change. Yeah, that makes sense. How was your experience at Wright State? So as a player, um, it was honestly the greatest decision I've ever made. Um, I I don't think I'd be at this point in my life um, or where I'm at um, without choosing to play at Wright State. Um, I I fell in love with the passion that the staff had. Um, Mike Bradbury, who's at the University of New Mexico now, was the head coach that I played for. He was originally at Moorhead State. Um, So I was going to attend Moorhead to play for him when he got the Wright State job. Um, I essentially begged to come with them. I didn't care about how much I was going to play. I I was going to figure it out. It was a bigger league, bigger conference. Um, Figured that I was just going to try everything I can to just help the team, um, regardless of what the playing time looked like, and uh, just find a way to make it work. So when I got there as a player, um, they just develop, and and they challenge you, and, and you have no choice but to grow. And I just loved how passionate and competitive the staff was, and I felt like if I was with them, I would have a chance to win the championship. And then obviously um, we got that thing going. He gets the job. I think that had like 10 straight losing seasons. He gets the job, turns it around, and it's 21 season one after another. And uh, my junior year, we we beat Green Bay at Green Bay. They were top 25 in the in the nation at the time. And we win the conference championship on their floor, which was, you know, as a player, something that you dream about, you know, climbing the ladder and cutting down a net, you know, and putting on a backwards hat and, oh, yeah. you know, um, sure. So it was a dream come true. And then fast forward, um, 
Mike Bradbury goes to University of New Mexico uh, and Trina gets the job at Wright State. Um, I always had hoped maybe in my wildest dreams that I'd be able to work for uh, regardless if it was Wright State or wherever it was. You just knew that she was going to be a head coach, um, the way that she operates and her mind for the game and um, her relationship building. And, and so she gets the job and a few years into it, um, you know, I have the opportunity to come home and work for her and be at home at the same time. So it was uh, a dream come true. How did you get to meet Coach Merriweather when she got to Wright State? So she was an assistant. She was our recruiting coordinator on staff when I was a player. So when Bradbury got the job, she came on as an assistant. Uh, and it was in year two of her was my freshman year. Um, okay. so I got to play for her for all four years. Oh, that, that's, that is special. Mm-hmm. What, stuck, what stuck out about her that you were like, I want to coach with her. I w- yeah, she just does it the right way. Um, yeah. And by the right way, I mean, it's all about the players. Um, you know, she wants them to be successful individually. She wants them to experience success collectively as a team. Um, because at the end of the day, we talk about all the time, like our staff, we all played college basketball um, and, and had some really great experiences. And that teammate situation is forever. Um, we call it the sisterhood and it's a family. Um, and the things that you get to experience through that, it's just amazing when when you have a leader who cares about your overall student athlete experience. Yeah. Uh, and again, her mind for the game. She's a great relationship builder and she's a great recruiter. And she finds the right pieces to the puzzle so that you can compete and win championships. But at the same time, her X's and O's, uh, she knows the game very well. She's a great mind of the game. And, um, you know, so I think she's just a full she's the full total package and she does it the right way and and wants them to be successful and will do anything. She'll stay up all night to figure out how to get each player to be successful in their own role. And uh, it's just someone that you you want to be around. Uh, She makes you better. She challenges you um, like us as a staff. You know, you don't get to be comfortable. You know, she's going to she's going to make you grow. Um, and challenge you to do that, uh, just like she does the players. So again, another dream come true to yeah. work with someone like that. That is wow! Great. You just got me motivated. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so you mentioned your uh, your time at Wright State. What about your time at Moorhead State? Mm-hmm. Well, my time at Moorhead State, like I'll for, forever be grateful for Greg Todd for giving me a chance. You know, I'm I'm 22, 23 years old and being a division one assistant where we're in a complete rebuild, you know, he takes over a job that um, he's got to, he's got to, you know, turn the ship around um, so to speak. And, and that's a, that's a challenge in itself. Um, And, and so I appreciate him for giving me that opportunity to come in and and be a recruiting coordinator so young and and to give me a lot of um, opportunities within that program um, that just a lot of young coaches just don't get. Um, It was great though. It was great. It was a great environment um, to be in and, and the players they bought in. And that year one, we were picked, I think, second to last. And we finished second and go to the first ever WNIT. So oh, wow. it was just great to to be around those players when they buy in and see how special yeah. that is when all the hard work that they put into it turns out and you play in a postseason for the first time in, in a long time. Yeah. How did COVID kind of hit? the team when you were at Wright State with Coach Merriweather, did it kind of affect y'all without having a season or did y'all get to play a season? Well, when it originally, um, you know, kind of started and, and games were being canceled and tournaments were getting canceled, we were uh, getting ready to play in the WNIT. Um, they were getting ready to announce all of that. And and so you you hurt for those seniors that don't get to end their career in a postseason tournament. Right. And and we had to um, quarantine and, and kind of wait it out and then send our players home. And so 
I know that was a change because you're used to, you know, you're going to have the opportunity to play in WNIT and then you, you do postseason workouts and, and it just didn't happen. So of course that, that was tough um, to watch those seniors not have that opportunity to end their, their career the the way that they should have. And then obviously last year, there's just the ups and downs. You never knew what to expect. It was a day-to-day situation. Um, You know, you're being tested and uh, you know, us as a group last year, we quarantined a lot. Um, and, but very thankful that we quarantined early. Um, and so we were able to play pretty much all of our games. Um, oh, and again, that was just, that's unheard of, um, how lucky we were to be able to, to play 20 plus games. Um, and, and then obviously playing the NSA tournament and, um, you know, just, you, we were trying to do everything we could to keep our players healthy, ourselves healthy. And, um, at the same time, you're asking young adults to to make a, a real life adult decisions to keep themselves healthy, um, just in the hope that on top of it, so they don't get sick, but then that they can actually have a college season, you know, so you're having freshmen for the first time play and then not get to play in front of anybody, you know, put on a college uniform for the first time that they worked really hard for, but it's not in front of fans uh, really in. And it was just tough. It was tough for everybody. Um, but that's that whole family atmosphere that, again, Trina creates is that we're all in it together and had each other through it. You know? So it was tough. But again, at the same time, we went to the NSA tournament. Uh, you went in the first round against Arkansas and it was a great experience. Um, unlike anything, I think we'll hopefully we'll ever have again. Yeah, that's very true. So you've mentioned your journey so far. And at this moment, as we're talking to you now, you are at Memphis. What What's your expectations for this season for Memphis women's basketball? Yeah, to compete. Um, there's a lot of talent on our roster uh, from top from top to bottom. And, you know, you you come into a brand new situation and you're asking them to to trust us. And, and we didn't recruit them. They didn't sign their NLIs to play for us. And, um, you know, it's a two way street and. And I just think we have a lot of talent. So getting getting them to have some chemistry and put the pieces together and buy into to our system and, and our core values and our pillars of our program and uh, just see where it goes. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of players that uh, didn't get to play last year that a lot of people don't know about. Um, we bring in freshmen um, that no one really knows about either yet. And, and we have two transfers from Wright State that haven't played in this league. So, you know, we, we have some talent and just getting them to work hard and having them having that competitive mentality every single day. Uh, you just again, you just build on top of that day by day and, and we'll see where it takes us. But we expect to compete, to yeah. compete every day um, to to win you know, and, and just figure it out. Um, but Trina wanted to come here for a reason. Right. And, yeah. and so we believe in that and we believe that, uh, we can, we can help this program do what it had once done, um, and experience, uh, 20 plus wins and experience competing for championships and expe- experience postseason. So, uh, we, we expect the first step of that. And, and that's just to compete and show up every day. I'm hyped. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, so this year will be y'all's first year at Memphis Madness. It's one of the biggest pep rallies that happens at the Fedex Forum. A lot of big guests come. So what are you most excited about for being in the city of Memphis and being around? Because you hear about the barbecue, you hear about all the mm-hmm. great music, all the great 
like Grizzlies, all the, the men's team and the Tigers. And so what are you most excited for about for getting to the city of Memphis? Yeah, just the support. It's a basketball city, right? And and they love their basketball from high school to college to pro. Um, and I think that's just, it's awesome. It's again, a, a reason why, you know, Trina was like, Memphis is the job. This is this is a um, hidden gem. And and we don't think that it's going to be hidden for much longer on in all aspects. You know, the football is rolling. Men's basketball is rolling. It's women's soccer, uh, top 25 in the country. You know, like there's, there's just a lot of great things here. Um, but the support from top to bottom, um, you know, I've never been in a, a place where you're going down the street and people just want to know what's the team looking like? You know, what are we going to do this year? It, it's just fun. There's a buzz in this city. Um, obviously, there's uh, don't get me started on the food because <laughs> it's also why I'm needing to work out every day. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of great things about the city where, you know, you can do you can go downtown and, and, and be by FedEx Forum and on Beale Street and then on the other side, you can go east and ride horses and just do all types of stuff. So like there's it's a great environment. But uh, just the fact that we're in a place that loves basketball. Um, and so hopefully we're going to we're going to do what the city wants women's basketball program to do. And we're going to try and fill the fill the seats and get this thing, get this thing going. Uh, that's very exciting. That's all I have to say. That's very exciting. If you could pick any artist in the world to come to Memphis Madness and perform, <laughs> who would you Let's. I'm gonna to try to speak it into existence. Um, let's steal Drake from UK, Big Blue Madness, and let's get him to let's get him here. Money bag, yo. I mean, the list goes on and on. Like I'm excited. I've heard about it. Um, the madness, and and uh, I'm excited to be in there firsthand to see all the fans and and especially for our players because yeah. you know the, we didn't have it last year and to allow them to experience all that fun. It's gonna be yeah. good. Especially after the COVID season, it's going to be rocking. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, it's going to be like after COVID, it's going to be packed out. It's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be sold out. It's going to be sold out. (laughs) Not a reason why you, who are people who are listening to this episode, why you wouldn't want to be in the stands and cheering on the Tigers and meeting Coach Merriweather and her staff and her new team, as well as Coach Hardaway and his new team and his new staff. Well, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners who are listening to this episode today, whether it's about us or whether it's about Memphis women's basketball? Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys having me on. You know, I've listened to a handful of the episodes and you guys do a great job. Um, Thank you so much. Getting exposure out there for, for the athletics uh, part of Memphis. And and so I appreciate you guys for having me on. Um, of course, we want to we wanna get people in the stands. You know, we want to uh, do something that the city can be proud of, the university and, and school can be proud of. For, for women's basketball. Uh, we're going to compete every day. We're going to defend. We're going to rebound. We're going to run. It's going to be, um, we're going to put a product out there on the floor that you guys can be proud of. And so uh, it's going to take a village to get this thing going and, and get it t- turned around and, and to be competing and down the road competing for championships and playing in postseason. So it's going to take a village. So we hope that, you know, people listening and, and for you too as well to be there and, and support oh, yeah. support the program so we can get this thing going. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm ready. I know, Ray. Is ready, and I oh, know yeah. um, most importantly, you and staff is ready. So that's oh, yeah. what, that's what I'm excited for is this upcoming Tiger basketball season. So it'll be such a fun time in Memphis. It's a basketball town, like you said. We've got several icons in the city with John Morant, mm-hmm. and so it just it'll be fun. It'll be a fun time in Memphis getting oh, yeah. the ball. Yep, absolutely. We're ready to go. Well, thank you so much Sorry. for doing this on this yeah. episode. Thank you so much. Rami, is there anything you'd like to say? Um, I'm I'm gonna call up Drake, see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs>
he might see the 901 and he'd be like, okay, cool. Give him an opportunity to, to not shoot an air ball in warmups. You know, we'll see. Give him that opportunity to run it back. Good um, luck. Uh, <laughs> no, right. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you so much, Coach for joining us. It's been a pleasure and it's been a great time getting to talk to you. Yep. Best of luck this season and go Tigers. Go Thank Tigers. You. Go Tigers. Thanks for everyone for listening to this episode. I'm your host, Robert Roden. And I'm Ramey Johnson. Love you guys. Peace. Don't forget to join us next time on The Prowl. With the boys, yeah, we swoops, yeah, we swoops. And we got them high blocks, and we'll shoot, and we'll shoot. With the Mercedes Benz in the